Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to an, another episode of Biblio Stapes in Discussion. Today, I have got the great pleasure of being joined by one of the life's mystical photographers, Neil Burnell. Good evening, Neil. Good evening. Thank you very much for joining me um, all the way from the South Coast. Um, it's a pleasure to have you here, obviously, to talk about your, your new book, Mystical. Yeah. Uh, so for, uh, for I'm sure many of the listeners will know quite a lot about you and have seen much of your work. But for those people who haven't seen you or don't necessarily know so much about you, uh, if you maybe just give us a quick introduction to yourself and to your background to photography. Okay. Um, well, I went to college and did uh, design and photography. Um, this was many years ago, talking sort of 25, probably 30 years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I went into the design side of things, and it's, it's unfortunate that I dropped photography. I, I just didn't do any photography for years and years, to be honest. And it's only really through my love of uh, living next to the coast and doing a lot of fishing that I thought, oh, I should be taking photos while I'm out fishing. And should, you know. And all of a sudden it became, well, I've got to get a tripod and then <laughs> got to get filters. And then I'm not taking the fishing rod anymore. And it's just turned into yeah I'm doing photography now and yeah that's how it's all come about really and obviously we're here to talk about the mystical book but yeah the my love of photography has sort of come from the seascape side of it really yeah yeah so this I suppose your first book which was with Kozu was uh, seascapes yeah. which again yeah. Beautiful, beautiful body of work, and then obviously, uh, laterally, you've been uh, making many visits. I would imagine up to the woods. Yeah, just to, a few. Uh, just just a few to yeah to come away with what I can only describe as being really a, a first class book. Absolutely beautiful body Thank of work. So, uh, as I'm sure most people will be able to agree, and as I'm sure you've seen from all the positive feedback that you've had on uh, social media, etc. So. Um, I suppose it's, it's really just understanding from your perspective. Um, obviously, I don't imagine you set out with a book in mind when you started photographing it. So it's probably been several years work building up the portfolio of images over time. And then the book follows on afterwards, really. Yeah, well, Wisman's was somewhere I visited um, actually as a school kid. I think we did a, I can't remember what we were doing up there, actually. It was like a, I don't know, some sort of, event that we did up on the moors um every year through school and yeah went up there whether it was post uh, letterboxing or whatever they call it or something and just walking around we we actually one of the days we went up to Wisman's and I can remember at the time because obviously like things like Star Wars and a few other films and you just I just remember it being just like well just thinking you were on a set of a movie basically we were there at the time yeah. and and like I said I sort of wanted to get back into the photography and one of the things when I got back into photography was you know how can I go you know start shooting Wisman's Wood and you, you see you know Jeremy Barrett's images and a few other people's images up there and I thought right I've got to get back up there I remember this place and yeah. I really want to go up there and put my spin on it as how I remembered it as a kid as well really yeah and more of that sort of like sort of cinematic feel I suppose because I was so into the movies and stuff at the time as well yeah, yeah, the at the atmosphere in your the atmosphere in your images really come comes across. I I have visited once, which I visited last summer, and I would think I was there in the middle of the day, and the you couldn't. There was needless to say, there wasn't the same atmosphere in any of the record shots that I took. Well, but I, 
I suppose people they see people's images of Wisman's Wood, and you, yeah. and you don't really see images of it without the mist and the fog. So people Absolutely. naturally think, "Oh, it's foggy all the time." Yeah, there, and yeah. it, it's not. <laughs> it really no. isn't. But what what struck me was how compact it, how compact oh. it is. It, it yeah. really is. It's even though I, I I never came back with any shots that I would. It, share with anyone to be perfectly honest it was still a wonderful experience because you can still you can still see all the beautiful shapes um but it was it was the compactness of it that really quite surprised me um in in terms there there are sort of several areas within the woodland that you know in some areas the trees are a lot tighter and they're right on top of each other and if you don't get pretty much the perfect conditions and i'm talking real thick fog Yes. Then you just can't get the separation. You can't take the sh- shots. You know, there's yep. several book images in my book that are from those areas, and they've taken five, ten visits to get real thick fog and the right lighting conditions to yes. actually get something that's workable as an image in the end. You know, there's, there's the front part of the woods is is fairly good. It's fairly open. Yeah. Although it's the more sort of there's a lot of footfall that goes through that area, so it's it's not so. So nice to photograph in there, but yes. there aren't. There's a lot more space between the trees, so you can shoot there, you know, in pretty much any conditions, and you'll get yep. you'll get images if you've got an eye for it. Um, but yeah, some of the places that I've sort of ventured into further back in the woodlands is they're so t- it's so tight that you really really need. If you don't get the perfect conditions, you may as well put your camera in your bag and just yeah. scout for the next trip and come back again, basically. Well, that that's it. That that's. I think that's part of the challenge, though. That's part yeah, well, of. That's what I got hooked on. Yeah, that's it. It's like you, you, you. I'm sure you were probably up thinking, yeah, that's that's a shot that I want. Yeah. But right, I'm. How many times will I have to come back to actually get it? And that, yeah, that's sure. that's part of the challenge and the the thrill to a certain extent of when you get there and you get the shot and you think, yeah, that's that's yeah. the one. Well, that's the, that's the thing as well. There's a few people they joke around and you know. John Gibbs says to me, oh, not that bloody woods again, but it's, it's just like, over, it's, it's over the amount of years I've been doing it. He's seen so many and I can understand where he's coming from, but you've got, you've got, I've just been so hooked on it because I know there's sort of trees there that I've wanted to shoot, yep. but I just been, haven't been able to shoot them until I've got the conditions and then, you know, yeah. I've got the shot that I wanted for the book in the end, or, well, as you said earlier, it wasn't a planned book, but I was going on and on and on and, you get to a certain stage where you've got 15 images and you think well actually there's a bit of a nice thing going nice project going and yeah, yeah and that's when I started to think about the book really yeah so when you when you started obviously the thought of the book came into mind did you then plan some specific images that you wanted to add to it or or was or was it maybe just give you a bit more focus to to say right okay yeah I'm going to do a book these are the, these are maybe the images that I, I would it like. It certainly to. gave me a lot more focus on just getting my ass up there more often when yeah. I knew the conditions were gonna hopefully be as I wanted them. Yeah, and you know, and the weather apps to get the mist and the fog right are you know it's pretty impossible for them to actually predict the mist and the fog. Yes. So nine times out of ten, you go up there and it's not good enough for the conditions, but knowing I was going to produce a book, it just kept me going and kept me going. So, you know, all those times that I go up there and it, the conditions aren't great. If I wasn't doing the book, I probably wouldn't have gone again for another two or three months, you know? So it was, 
It's one of those yeah. things that might look to get like it was going to be foggy in the next day. So I thought, well, I've got to go again, get myself up and at stupid o'clock in the morning or whatever, and get up there again to see yeah. if I can get some more images. Well, that that's it, and I suppose it it gives you the, it gives you the drive to to do it. And did you uh, did you end up with a quite a extensive collection of images that you were then whittling down, or were there maybe yeah. pockets of compositions that you had several to choose from, and then there was others? Well, were... I think overall I had somewhere in the region of probably 60, 70 images that you know I possibly could have put in the book. Yep, but then. I didn't want it to be a huge book where it's all from one place. I felt like a smaller project book probably suited it better and yep. just pick out my better images from there as well. So, yes, yeah, it's, you know, if, if there's one, tr- you know, if, if there's nice trees in there, they probably work from several angles and from the other angles, you wouldn't be able to tell it's the same tree, tree. either. Yes. So yep. in within the book, there's probably two or three images it might be of the same tree, but it's from a t- completely different angle, so people can't tell, you know. So yeah, it's yeah. I got a lot of images of certain sections of the woodland. Yes, yeah. I, th- I, th- as you say, when you touch upon the the number of images, I, th- I think there's a great balance between the size of the book and and the number of images. It doesn't feel yeah. as though you don't feel as though you get halfway through and you think. Think, oh, God. there's there's more because I, as you say it's it is from a fairly confined area but as you touched on there the ability to take the same trees from different angles and not have a clue where that it's the same tree yeah obviously gives you more flexibility and, and variability as well for for incorporating images in, into the book but um, so move it I suppose one thing is obviously you name all your trees. I'd love to know where oh, the na- where where the, where the names come from. It's it's been interesting. Obviously, Rachel Talibar, she names her waves, and I think she's probably run out of names. Um, Michaela, who I spoke to last week, uh, she calls our images such and such one, two, three, four, which is the same complex naming convention yeah. I've got. So I'd love to know where some of the names come from because, as with Rachel, it's like they, they do add they add they add its own personality to each of the trees. Yeah, well, some of them you'll have noticed there's a reference to some of the old films. So you yes. return, obviously, Return of the Jedi or Empire, yep. A New Empire and things yep. like that. A lot of them are just names that I've come up with off the top of my head, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> so, you know, some of them as well. Some of them have been named by uh, uh, my Mrs. Joe and yep. my daughter Anya because I'm struggling for names and they'll come in and go, oh, well, you know. We like this name, you know, Crawl or something, and they'll they'll have come up with a few. Oh, yeah, I'm not one for thinking about them for ages and ages and ages. Something generally off the top of my head, really, that I'll I'll just think that will suit, and that's it. And it will stick. I'm not one for going back and thinking, overthinking things, really. Yeah. So out of out of the book, do you have maybe three or four that images that are particular favourites or that you're particularly yeah. you're particularly <laughs> pleased with, maybe for a, a specific reason, complexity of well, having to I I'd say in there, it's not the original one, but there's one in there called uh, a new empire. Right. Which the previous one, Empire, yeah, was really the image that sort of um got things going for me in the woods really it was the sort of first image that i was really really pleased, pleased with. with yeah um so that's sort of like an updated version where i've refined the process a little bit more um yep. so it's, i think the first set i did from there which there's 
possibly one in the book from the first set. But I've, again, tweaked the process a bit. I think the first set were maybe a little bit too green. Um, looking back on them now and, uh, you know, creating the book, I'm a lot happier with, you know, how the processing's gone from yeah. learning about it over the sort of three, four years, five years that I've been shooting there. And it, yeah. I've just adapted it really to, and I'm, I'm happy with how, where it's settled really, the process yeah. now. So that would be one of them. Um the uh, another one, uh, possibly Glimmer. Yeah, I like that uh, yeah, it's a little bit different. It's yep. it's it's more, although most of them are intimate scenes because it's not very big woodland and yep. you're pretty much using a, I'd say thirty five to seventy lens and you're you're focusing on smaller parts of the woodland. Um, yeah, but Glimmer is. I think I shot that with 100 mil actually, 100 mil macro, right. and it was just a real specific area where there was light coming in through the background, and yeah, yeah that's probably one of my favourites actually. Um, lastly, I would say ooh, possibly crawl. Right. Um, again, it's it's not, and I'm probably saying that because it's done well for me, crawl um, as right. far as print sales and things yep. go as well. So. It, it was a favourite of mine anyway, and it's probably going to be one that I'll print for our own house as well. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, it's just nice light coming through in the trees in the background and just a nice tree sort of, or the branch sort of taking you into the shot. So it's, it's quite a pleasing shot, I, I think, personally, anyway. Yeah. Very good. So obviously you uh, you've been self you've been published by Kozu um, in the past. This one was a self published yeah. um, route, which um, obviously from your design background um, maybe particularly helps in terms of the layout. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so it'd be interesting just to talk a bit about how you went about the design process and did you collaborate? Did you get feedback input from other people in terms of, or in terms of how it was laid out, the flow of the images, or were you largely set in what you thought yourself worked well? And then it was maybe just a final check. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's probably the most, although the book's so simple, yeah, it's probably the most difficult design job I've ever done because it's my own thing, you know. Um, yeah, and you always look at your own work so differently from, yeah. you know, when I was doing marketing for other companies and you're designing yeah. a brochure or something. It can take a week or so. This took so long to do. It really yeah. did. Just like tweaking the text and things. And yes, obviously your input helped as well. <laughs> uh, I have to thank you um, and you know a few other people. Yeah, as well. Um, that sort of reached out to that I sort of know a good at design as well as photography and yeah, just absolutely. Yeah, I asked yeah, yeah John Gibbs, yeah, Darren, um, Julie Leach, and uh, yeah. yeah, a few others. So yeah, a lot of input from people, just making sure that you know I'm not sort of missing things and uh, yeah, because I think we're sort of. I think you pointed out like the font sizes and things, which really helped actually, because I haven't done a lot of top type of, you know, that sort of typography for years. So yep. things like that can really make or break a book as well, especially when you've got someone like Mark doing the, the forward, you don't want it to look messy or you, you want it to, you know, yeah. look classy and, you know, yeah, work well with what he's he's written. To be perfectly honest, well, actually, and I think I think with all these things, when when you've spent as you as you know, you spend months and months and months designing, yeah. you you begin to see things that you want to see as opposed to maybe stepping back and then 
looking at it with a fresh yeah. pair of eyes that it's not even so much looking at the, the images themselves because tonally I thought they all worked very very uh, well be um, yeah. beautifully well together um, but it, it's just to see the general flow and to see how yeah. spacing works and and separation between the images or yeah, separation sure. between the titles and stuff like that and yeah yeah well it's like you say the, the, the you can look at an image so long and you can still miss things with your own images but when you're actually putting together a book yeah of a collection of your images and you've got to get the flow right the tones right everything right all the way through the book and i'm not saying it's perfect but i, yeah. I got to a stage where i was you know happy with it and other yeah. people were kind of agreeing with me that it was the flow was right so but it's it is it's very difficult doing yeah. your own work. Well, that's it, and quite and quite often people point. Quite often people who are taking a fresh look at it will point out what you already know is maybe not quite. And yeah. you think, and you maybe get to the point you think I was I was just going to leave it, but when more people point out, you think right, okay, I need to go back and address yeah. that because if three or if two or three people point out, or even one person points out, the reality is, and you know it's there. The reality is. Yeah. 500 people are likely to look at it yeah exactly that doesn't look tonally right compared to the rest of the images well, in this book we both know one image that wasn't looking tonally right in there so, <laughs> and, and you were you know without your honesty i might have left that so um, i'm grateful for, for that as well obviously with glimmer it yep. was more of a warmer image to start with it and was yes tonally yep. throughout the book it, it kind of did sort of jump out a little bit yes um but again, just a little bit of a tweak in the processing, cooling it down a bit, and I think it works well through the yeah, flow of the book. I, yeah, I would agree. I was yeah. never going to leave it out because it's one of my favourite images. So Absolutely. Yeah. It's, as you say, it's just making the smaller adjustments so yeah. that it it just blends. You you don't notice it, as everyone will probably now be flicking through to look at the yeah. to see. <laughs> that, doesn't look, that doesn't look any different to, to anything else. But yeah and, yeah, and the thing is, when as you say, when you can speak to the likes of John and Darren, who obviously there's yeah. Bruce Percy's books and things like that as well, it's like you can get advice from other people who are doing more and more and they just give you their own input and it's it's a fresh set of eyes and some, some honest advice, really. That's the thing. Yeah. And whether whether people choose to take it on board or not is just what one other person sees and you know how you want the body of work to be presented. And I think, I think the way it's come across and um, I really like that the, the, the paper, the fuel type of speaking to Richard Ernie, it, it really feels of, uh, it reminds me quite a lot of the, the quality of Joe Wright's floods book. Right. Okay. There's, there's a real, and, and, it, there's a real feel of that comes across in the book. And I just think, I think the production quality is really very, very, I love the variety of images where you've got some full bleed across the double spread and then then you've got the mixture, but also just the smaller details with the, the, the tracing paper yeah, coats yeah. to begin with. And um, I know obviously you um, it's soft cover, but I think I think the cover works really really well. Yeah, I, I, th I think the quality of it is really really nice, and I think totally. You know, I, I was I was within the last couple of weeks, I was tempted to go the hardback route right yeah. at the end. Yeah, but the postage costs at the moment stopped me from doing that. Yeah. Um, but having said that, you know, I've got uh, a few sort of soft cover books here which again are amongst my favorites and you know i took inspiration from 
a few of them with that sort of color plan card cover yeah, yeah. which i really like for, on books and and went yeah. down that route instead and i think it does work really nicely yeah, and I, I, yeah. I, especially I think, if you're doing a, which i do plan to do or hope to do a sort of like a set of books uh, yep. in the years to come then i've sort of set you know how they're going to look hopefully yeah going I, forwards as well and I'll, I'll keep the same format i think yeah i i, I tend to agree I, th I think the job that your printers have done and just the lovely texture to the color plan paper as well. Yeah. I think color wise as well. I think it works. It works so well to to the to the. I the say it was color plan. It was. Or was a, it? <laughs> it was. It wasn't color plan. It's, it's similar. Yeah. Actually, the color plan didn't have like the textures in it that I wanted. Yeah. So it was a gene under colors. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Again really nice textured paper it wasn't yeah. quite as heavy as the, the color, color, color plan but yeah oh. it's it's still a nice really yeah. nice and it again the texture of it i feel suits the images throughout and the, the also the color plan ones the 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 greens were a little bit more garish on the card so yeah. i wanted something a little bit more muted yeah so, I, I think yeah, yeah i think i think the muted the mutedness of it really works well with the images inside as well which Again, it's the details that it balances it off well. Whereas if you get the wrong, if you get something that's a wee bit too bright and you're opening yeah. up and think, well, there's 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 little correlation with the images that you've got inside. Again, I looked at so many different paper types, and it was lucky that you know I had a printer that I could work with who gave me samples of the paper and did yep. a few lasers and things on the paper so I could tell what they were going to look like roughly. Yeah. Um, and you know anything like a satin or a gloss it no it just no. Wouldn't, didn't work with those images they needed to be muted they need to have that sort of yeah. softer feel to them so yeah the the i think it's a it's a coated mat um i'll have to get the um yeah i can't remember what it's called exactly but yeah it's a coated mat i originally did want to go for the uncoated but in the end that just got that nice little texture to it that the yeah. uncoated didn't so I've, yeah the coated matting, yeah. Yeah, isn't it? And how did you how did you find working with the printers? Was it a positive experience? Where, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Um, there were a few little hiccups along the way, I suppose. Again, because you're looking at it as your own job. Yeah, everything you want to be perfect, so you're probably a little bit more picky with it as well. Um, you know, if it's someone else's money you're spending, you're probably not too worried. Like, you know, the companies I've worked for in the past, you do print jobs, and as long as they hit a decent standard, you're yes. you're fine with it. But as soon as it's your own yeah. money, your own work, you want everything to be perfect. So there's there's a few little hiccups, but overall, the quality of the job in the end, I, I can't fault it to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I've I would, done a great I, job. Yeah, I would agree. I think I think the production quality of it yeah, is superb. I'm really and I, pleased with it. And, and as you see, when it's your own work, you want it to be perfect. But not only that, you're talking about photographic images. So yeah. if if it's not perfect, it's notable. If the colours yeah. aren't right, if the contrast yeah, yeah. is wrong, you you look and you think that's not my image. It's it's the challenge of getting what you see on your screen onto the paper, which which it is. It can well, be a challenge and. Another good thing, and I was lucky they let me do it as well, as I had a press pass to go and view the first few sheets that were coming off. And right. to be perfectly honest, I did, after that press pass, go and go and reprocess a few images because they were coming out a little bit too dark for my liking. So yeah. I actually went through the whole lot and just boosted the blacks a little bit on most of the images. Yeah. 
Well, that, that and, and these wee small details yeah. can make it can make a huge oh, huge definitely. change to what the finished product is that uh, that everyone sees. And yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a beautiful book. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it really is. And uh, I look forward to seeing what you what you do next. But uh, talking of books, obviously, I, I know you like one or two books. You maybe. Yeah. You, you maybe admittedly don't have as many books as I do, but that's just... anyone. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there are plenty oh, of people. Libraries. Who... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what maybe books do you personally like? And these can be just personal favourites, books that you take inspiration from, books that you take ideas from. Because I think we're all very different, and what one person likes, another person it doesn't appeal to. You, even if you maybe shoot a similar genre and people like things that they don't necessarily photograph themselves yeah well to be honest i started collecting a few books and i know you've helped me with you know sort of identifying a few books that i might like and obviously i've got a kenner one from that you recommended which i really like and obviously finding people like because i'm you know relatively new to photography sort of five six years and you kind of discovering people all the time and you know discovering someone like Bruce Percy when I was more into that sort of minimal style before yes. I was doing Woodland yep absolutely love his work and obviously the color chrome book that I've got absolutely love that absolutely yep. love it um yeah. it's a great book I don't collect a lot I got to be honest yep. but the ones I've got I'm always looking at always yep. looking at Paul Wakefield's The Landscape yep it's just absolutely fantastic absolutely yep. fantastic book um you know, he, he captures the mood and atmosphere within images. And that's the kind of route that I want to go down with my images is sort of like maybe doing more project books, but getting across the atmosphere. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, I must say, I really, really like Paul Wakefield's Wakefield book. It's an amazing book. It with really the exception is. of the fact that it's a quite an awkward size, much it's like David. Massive. Yeah. It's a, there's a few other people who wrote huge books that are very awkward as well but it's it's uh, as you say it's the atmosphere that he that he gets across in his body of work and also bruce percy it's he's obviously done a number of books in the past and he's yeah. he's obviously got a new one coming out and then this year um which is south america bolivia etc Argentina, yeah, sure. i think and then he's got or is that one already been out and it's iceland and then he's got he, hokkaido, he out, a hokkaido coming out he's which, not short of images no that's it and and but his his are becoming more project or yeah. geographical area based as well which is quite yeah sure because the color chrome one that i've got is more of a general yeah book, the, I believe, yeah, isn't it? yeah there's images from from all yeah, over and it's, I, I think it's i think it looks more at images or the bodies of work tonally as opposed to geographically yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no so it's, it's always interesting to see yeah you know, see as you see other books that provide inspiration and do you have a, a, any other books that you yeah read? sure um i really like mark mike curry's fleeting reflections book as well it's probably yes. not a book that you'd think i'd like um it's you know but the work in it is absolutely fantastic it's so unique as well and it's wonderful other people sort of doing this type of work now but Whenever, whenever anyone does, you always think of Mike's work because I think it's a little bit of a step above. To be perfectly honest, yeah, I, on, I, on reflection I, images, they're yeah. just they're incredible. They're really. Yeah, I, 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 I think his work is just beautiful, absolutely yeah. stunning. And I can imagine, I can, I can imagine seeing it. I know he's done, I know he does various exhibitions, etc. And I can imagine it printed up on real big scale, just yeah. beautiful. But I, I would hate to think the number of images he must take 
of a certain before he gets <laughs> before he gets the one image probably yeah like Rachel and our and our waves and stuff like that whereas yeah, sure. you, you I would say for more a traditional landscape photography you're maybe not taking quite the same number but yeah Mike, Mike's books are really really good again to maybe see him produce a large format yeah sure book I think really, oh, I mean amazing. I'd be you know first on the pre-order list. For absolutely, sure. I think I think that's something that would be really quite impressive to see because um, I think I think his his work would come across so well in a big square book or yeah. something like that. Definitely, much, definitely. much like much like you begin to see a lot of people now who are printing uh, printing bigger format books. Yeah. So what uh, what are your plans for the future? You uh, obviously you've got a second edition which is yes. available um, to. Yeah, the second edition is on my website now, so I'm taking pre-orders for that. Um, yeah. I, I don't expect it to sell out, but then again, I didn't expect the first one to sell out or do as well as it did. But yeah, yeah I think there were so many people saying, oh, no, I've missed out on your book, and no, I've missed out on your book, that you know, doing the second edition pretty much now was probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, if it sells over, you know, if it sells a few over a few years, then that's great. I'm in no rush to sell it. Yeah. It's just really for, yeah, it's on the website. It's, it's an extra sort of source of revenue for me as Ab- well. Absolutely. So and you've also got the benefit if, you, if, you, if you're doing any exhibitions for in the future yeah, exactly. for the body of work as well. Yeah, and yeah, you've yeah. got copies from the second edition, then it's a great thing that people maybe can't afford or don't have the space for a big print, yeah, sure. but they can, they can take home a book and, and, and enjoy the body of work as well. well. I'll probably be sending uh, a few of them up to Taylor Jones and Son, who sort of yep. represent some of the Wisman's images up there at the moment. So I think they're going to have a few up there, just just so when hopefully people go in and they're interested in one of the prints, then they yep. can kind of go through the whole catalogue with them and see if there's anything yeah. that they, they might prefer something else that's not on the wall there. And it's 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 a nice little portfolio to have on the desk to show Abs- people, isn't it? So, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And you, you obviously you've talked about potential future books. Is that something yeah. you see yourself I, now? A bit of a buzz for it. Well, it's it's certainly something I've got a, more confidence to do yep. going forward with now. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier the Kozu one that I did before. Um, again it's something that i didn't expect to sell out and do as well as it did and i'm always getting people asking me for you know another seascapes book or a bigger seascapes book so yeah that might be something you know further down the line that i do and yeah looking more at sort of atmospheric seascapes and changing it up a little bit from the previous one not so much sort of long exposure minimal but yeah more atmosphere again so it it kind of sits in better with the woodland books and yeah I see myself doing going forward really yeah and now as you see you've been through the torturous process of designing the first book so yeah you've maybe now got okay i'm not saying the next book won't be a torturous process either but i suppose you've now got a format that you're comfortable with that yeah. you like and i think that gives you a starting point okay exactly you've still exactly. got to get the images you've still got to put the images in the sequence you've still got to do all the hard work but you know where you're starting from. You yeah, exactly. And I know the materials I want to work with now as well, which is a massive thing when you're doing a book. If yeah. you don't get those materials right, then it certainly can make or break it, I feel. Yeah. It, so, it, yeah. The, the, there's, the, there's a lot of things I've taken from it that I can take forward onto the... Absolutely. with a bit more confidence on the next one. You know? Absolutely. And the thing is, a lot of people forget about the whole the whole experience of picking up a book. It, it really is. It's when you get something that works well, 
it's got a nice feel to it. It's got nice textures. It's the right size, etc. Sitting down with it, it's an enjoyable experience. Whereas if you yeah. get it, if you get it wrong and the paper, the paper's not the right type, then yeah, it, sure. it, it, it detracts. It detracts from the. It detracts from it. You think? Well, yeah, definitely. Whereas you, you know, even it. even down to the packaging and. Yeah, I, obviously, I wrapped mine as well. I didn't wrap them, but Mrs. wrapped them. She did a very good job. And I, but the little stickers and things, are, yeah, it's just something I wanted to do because, you know, when you get a, an Apple product or something like that, it's not just about the product, is it? It's about the packaging. It's, it's the whole experience of opening it. So I wanted to sort of, I'm not saying it's the same as Apple, but I wanted to have a bit of a user experience. Yeah, at the end uh, yeah, way. I, yeah. It's nice to open it and it's nice to get to the final product. Yeah, I, I think it all works very, very, very well. And uh, I look forward to it. I look forward to your future Seascapes book. So, thank you. Thank you very much, Neil, for joining. Well, yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, who knows? So, <laughs> uh, but, or maybe, yeah. Uh, yes, you've certainly got no shortage of images, I'm sure, and uh, plenty of coastline down your neck of the woods. Oh, yeah, it's lovely down here. Yeah. And you get far more mist than we do up in Scotland. I can tell you that. It's utterly depressing. But not as much mist as Dorset. They seem to have it every day. <laughs> What's going on yeah, there? You're still a lot closer to Dorset than I am to Dorset, <laughs> though. That's the. That's, You've got that... mountains, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mountains, great. <laughs> I would, I would take. I would take. The grass is always greener, isn't it? That absolutely. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. But, uh, but on that note, Neil, I'd just like to thank you for joining me. It really was a pleasure to to talk to you about your book. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks very much. No, thank you. Cheers, you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks.